Good morning, New Eden! Today is September 12th, 2022, and this is the Federation Frontline Report. I'm your host, Frozen Fallout, and today I'm interviewing Nightflyer, who is new to the Faction Warfare experience. We'll also be reviewing the monthly report for Faction Warfare in August. Um, so let's go ahead and just start this off. So how's space been treating you these days, Nightflyer? Ah, doing pretty good. Kind of busy. Um, Semi-AFK last uh, month or so, but getting back into it. Uh, a lot of the guys I fly with uh, have been involved up in uh, uh, with uh, against Frat. So, um, I tried to get into it a little bit up there, and I think I got gate camped and lost my stork. So I bought it in Cheetah, made about five jumps and lost it in gate camp. So, didn't spend a whole lot of time up there, but... Still yeah, had the, some fun trying to do some spear fishing. It is a difference between uh, gate camping in low sec and gate camps in, in high sec. Gate camps do definitely happen in low sec, but man, the gate camps are just super nasty out in 0.0. But yeah, been uh, been very active. Uh, New Water's on contract right now, so um, yeah, Alex keeping us busy over there. Yeah. And talk more about that a little later. Yeah, so um, so tell me though, what got you into EVE Online? I, I've only been playing about two and a half years. It was uh, March of 2020. Um, COVID was just starting up and I was uh, currently working an overnight shift. So on my days off, I try to stay on that schedule. So it was probably about two o'clock in the morning and uh, I'm on Facebook. And so just to uh, age myself, yes, I still, uh, I still go on Facebook, but that's the only way I know what my aunt had for dinner. So. <laughs> I gotta keep hitting that up. Um, as I said, I work uh, overnights, and that's kind of how I got the name Nightflyer. It's the one I was using for most of my handheld games. You know, I did a lot of like Knights of Camelot and uh, Game of Thrones and stuff like that so, on my phone. So uh, Nightflyer just kind of solid handle, kinda, man. Solid started handle. carrying over. So um, I didn't realize that uh, you know you come to Eve, and you can't change your name. So you should should pick something stupid. <laughs> uh, we can't all have frozen fallout that one was taken so i'd take something else <laughs> i do love my but, name uh, yeah i did see this so i just saw the ad on facebook um thought this was neat i was actually thinking of playing a, another uh space game uh called like no man's sky maybe yeah yeah i played um, a bunch but, of uh, no man's sky um so did you play? You played that as well alongside with this, and stayed with Eve, or was it uh, you uh, picked no, this I, over I actually, and you didn't even play Elden? Or... I, I never even switched over. I got into Eve. I'm like, oh, look, you know, I, I saw the video, the big wars, the graphics. I'm like, this looks pretty cool. Let me give this a shot. And uh, I'm like, oh, this is like a nice new game. I, I think I can get into this. And didn't realize the game was like 17 years old at the time. So. Oh wow! So you didn't uh, yeah, even know what like, you were really getting yourself into. Yeah, I know. You get a lot of the the guys on the podcast and stuff talk about. Oh, my roommate in college got me into it and stuff. And well, my Apple IIe in college would not have taken Eve. So, <laughs> uh, so I got into it late. But uh, you know, I've been into games. Uh, you know, I had my Atari Twenty Six Hundred, my Nintendo, and you know, my uh, Sega, and all that stuff throughout the years. Got kids. Uh, so I got into Halo, big time Halo and uh, Call of Duty. So a lot of the first person shooter stuff. So Eve was one of those just more immense things. Um, yeah, that's a big jump from, uh, from from console gaming to... So is Eve one of your first like uh, 
MMORPGs then? Uh, absolutely, yeah. First time, yeah. I, oh, wow. I can't believe I never got into World of Warcraft. It, yeah. I've got a Dungeons and Dragons background just like you. and. Uh, yeah, yeah Dungeons and Dragons. So you're program. into that. That that gets you a kind of a feeling, a little bit with uh, you know um, how immense and crazy Eve Online is, and what you can depending on the GMs and stuff like that that you have. But yeah, if you, this is your first MMORPG, the the thing is is that a lot of people, it's almost better. I think that this is your first MMORPG because it's one of those things that. Eve is so different than World of Warcraft because you get so used to in World of Warcraft you just run around and you get slaughtered by some random person and that's fine you just go back to your if you're playing on the PvP servers or whatever I guess and but you just you go back you get your body you got all your equipment again you go out and you do whatever you want again you know and there's specific areas for that the or you know tournament style type kind of PvP and you never lose anything and EVE Online is one of those games where if you jump into it with this mindset that I'm going to have like the coolest ship ever with the best mods and the, you know, I'm going to spend 40 billion isk on my really cool Kronos and then somebody scans you and they're like, yeah, 40 billion isk, I think that we can throw a billion isk at this thing and blow it up. We're all going to get blown up, but that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, it's probably one of my biggest issues right now is I'm still risk averse. Um, I just don't want to lose my blingy stuff. <laughs> blingy stuff, even I've been playing for, you know, almost 16 years now, um, so since 2006, so is it 16 years? Yeah, well, it, October, so in October I'll be 16 years into this game. Um, my blingy shit, I am terrified of bringing out. I just, like, undocked my Kronos, uh, or not my Kronos, my uh, Vindicator, um, Megathron Pirate pa uh, Battleship. And because somebody was camping with a Gnosis um, sitting on the Yvangir Charmer route gate, and my I was trying to haul in some shit, and I like undock this thing, and my heart is like pounding because even though it's just a, a Gnosis, and I should be able to just wipe it out, it's got have, gonna have gate guns on it. Um, I don't know what you know is lurking around the corner. That just appears because I mean that's the thing about Eve Online is even when you're solo you're worried about getting jumped by a bunch of people in your blingy shit. If you're with a bunch of people, then your blingy shit is the most likely to want to get targeted because not everybody flies bling. So unless everybody is flying bling, or you've really got the or you have the ability to like jump in a bunch of people to save your bling when you're doing solo. I don't think that'll... I think a lot of people are adverse to losing their bling. Um, and they only pick battles that they'll win, that they know they're going to win when they're going to be throwing out bling to a certain degree. Um, and bless the hearts of the people who go out there with uh, bling all the time and don't really care. Um, Steve Taylor is definitely one of those people. <laughs> yeah, I love Steve. I love uh, seeing him on. I want to fly with him a little bit more, but I don't want to hold him back. So, uh, <laughs> Steve but, is a great uh, guy to fly with. But yeah, so you, so you say that you're, you're risk adverse, um, but you're not afraid of getting stuff blown up, right? Like you're not, uh, it, when it comes to your uh, non-bling stuff. Uh, not anymore. It took a long time to get to though and uh, I started off in Eve as an explorer um, I love the idea of going in there got clobbered a few times and 
figured, all right, I'll stay in high sec for six months, skill up, you know, kind of learn the game a little bit more. And I just remember I was, I would only fit my ships with stuff I could like find off rats. Mm -hmm. Like somehow going to the market was a weird thing for me. So um, that's how I, I really set up my ships for a while. But yeah, I remember uh, not well, knowing what a market hub was, dude. Like, and you're like, I mean, like, you gotta fly over here and then over to there and then over here and then 20 jumps over this way and I'll finally get my stuff. And it's like, I spent so much time in this game just jumping from gate to gate, never knowing that there was this, like, one place for every. I knew about Jidda, but Jidda was so far away from where I lived. So right, yeah, because we're Galentis, so we're on like the other side of space, and they'll Dixie. Well, maybe they got it, maybe they don't. Maybe it's twice as much if they do. So, you know, Dixie has its issues. Yeah. So you were saying, so you started off in exploration and just kind of like yeah, I went into it... that, and just so I could afford to explore, I got into uh, doing mining and industry. Um, I joined a corp that was about six jumps from the uh, the starting station after I got through the uh, starter missions. Um. I had a couple of good pilots in there that were kind of really introducing me to the community and stuff, what it was like to actually verbally talk with people, you know, in game. Uh, but that corp fell apart. Uh, leadership wasn't around. They took off. Um, I'd met a guy mining in the same system as I, we were hitting the same, uh, uh, anomalies, the ore anomalies that used to spawn back in 2020. Those are great. Uh, loved those. Um, and talked to him about his corp. He's like, come on over, you know, and, and check us out. So, uh, yeah, so I moved over with uh, that corp, which spun into uh, uh, Sinner's research, and I was with them for quite a while. Uh, they did some PvP, uh, kind of taught me a little bit more stuff. Uh, I ended up going on my first roam with one of the players with Penn is out. Okay, uh, yep, I know Penn. Yeah, and it was during the, the winter Stolsis event. And I was like one of two guys that didn't get killed on a gate camp because <laughs> I just turned around and jumped back through and I took off. So again, I don't know if that was risk averse or just smart. That's smart. I think smart. it's because I was slow jumping through. You know, the the beginning guys are like, "What gate are we going to? How do we?" You know. Yeah, yeah just I a little bit. Behind. I didn't know what I was doing. Actually, saved my life. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but he took it, and of course we'd uh, we'd muted, and we were, God knows, uh, eighty jumps from the closest low, like high sec system and so he introduced me to Thera at that point so oh yeah no idea what it was didn't have anything so I literally just had to kind of follow him from wormhole to wormhole but he got me back to Jita and but through that whole thing I mean it was just a great experience I loved the, the camaraderie I loved the communication I loved just the, the interaction it really was a lot better than shooting rocks yeah so I'm <laughs> like alright this is what Eve is supposed to be shooting rocks is relaxing and as an old man um, you know, it's something that I can kind of still kind of chill to, but, uh, yeah, it's, I, Eve, I think is about PVP and I think, uh, it was on less than 10 podcasts. Uh, I could be wrong, but they were saying like, uh, they, they referred to as mining is where you go when you don't want to play Eve. <laughs> You're still invested in the game. Yeah, I it's, know. it's, I, I, well, okay. So I think that mining goes along with it. If you're treating it like a chat program. Um, which a lot of people do like you just have chat, you know chat up in the background you talk to people you're in a spaceship You're you know, you're shooting some rocks. You're making some money or you're hauling um, I have one of my buddies who would just haul shit everywhere all over the place take contracts and 
get in the hauler channel and stuff like that and you just make you know random friendships you know you use it as like a social kind of uh interaction which is great and i think that's one of the beating hearts actually of eve um is this group of people who um play eve just to kind of mine and hang out in low sec and stuff like or in high sec um and have this like social things but at the heart of eve i have to agree is pvp once you're just really starting to interact with people on like uh there, there's an enemy that i have on the other side um is where eve kind of comes to life a lot more yeah absolutely and once i had the bug that was pretty much it they said i was just kind of mining and stuff because i wanted to build stuff we were getting the blueprints i needed you know minerals i needed stuff i got into doing pi because i needed stuff and i just didn't want to buy it so i just figured you know i'll solo kind of some of this stuff and but yeah i was just getting kind of frustrated with that so when i got into the pvp and i got that bug i'm like all right we gotta go blow some stuff up so uh i flew with eve uni for a little bit um great time learned so much from those guys about taking gates and picking fights um yeah, probably eve... should have spent a little more time with those guys eve but... uni seems like a really good group um, I've only interacted with them as being somebody getting shot at or shooting at them. Um, but I use their wiki for everything. And it's something yeah, right. I would say any new beginner in Eve, get on the, you know, Eve Uni wiki. Pretty much look up anything on Google regarding Eve Online and the like mechanics or most things about Eve Online. The first thing you'll come to is the Eve University website. I'm so grateful for what they've done. So you had yeah. a good time with them, but you you felt. Yeah, I needed I needed a little bit more. Like my corp was still. I mean, some of the guys did PVP, but uh, they they kind of stopped playing, uh, and they they kind of drifted, which was kind of sad because it was my first kind of group of guys that we uh, routinely would meet up and, and talk and and do stuff, and we would have our little tournament tournaments and stuff. So I uh, would have our. Uh, Again, just learning how to fight, learning the mechanics of, you know, how to kite and, you know, the differences of... Did you guys ever go to the, uh, um, to the test server for any of your stuff? Yeah, for sure. We'd go to Tranquility and we'd set stuff up. We'd start with frigates, work our way through destroyers, and just, you know, you guys would meet at a point in space and, and yeah, you'd kind of go at it. We'd just do kind of a round, a round robin of, you know, who could take that. So, it, it was fun. It was a good setup and I was kind of... Disappoint. That's eventually why I left that corp. But uh, I flew with some streamers. Um, there used to be Sassmouth. Uh, she's a German streamer. Really nice. Uh, she had a fleet. Uh, got my first solo kill in Ooh. that in that fleet. So yeah, I, I love that one. Um, what was it? Do you remember the the story of the the first kill? Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we got totally stream sniped. We were gonna meet in some section just outside of Dodixie. Uh, got into low space, and someone brought in a fleet of Gnosis, as I know, you know, as you and I love those ships, so. Yes. <laughs> they just wiped us out. We just got destroyed, and so uh, we're like, all right, well, let's go do it again. So um, I dropped, I jumped into a destroyer, um, and we ended up somewhere in Nullsec, uh, trying to go through the map in my head, but uh, it doesn't matter. But we got through a, a camp, uh, got dropped on by some guys from Karma Fleet, and just had a, a frigate 
pull away from the group and I'm like, all right, (laughs) (laughs) just let them have it. So, uh, yeah, real quick. So that was fun. And again, it was just one of those things that just kind of pushed me for that, that book. Uh, I did a Bjorn fleet and this was, this was fun. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I get into, I was late, so I had to play catch up. And mm-hmm. Oh, that's always fun. Always Wait, what kind, what kind of ship were you in? Uh, I was in the thorax. Okay, so, we so not PS horribly thorax. horrible, but man, that can. It's like the bigger you get, the more like it's like a battleship. You're like trying to chase up and get. It's like every time they warp, they say a new system. It's like, damn it! I just I was like one, <laughs> like right behind you. Slow down. Oh, that was <laughs> I I ended up getting like 28 jumps behind them. I remember I was like, so, because they kept killing stuff and moving on, and I'm still trying to find them, and, you know, so you got to, like, kind of, okay, well, what system are they in now? I got to, you know, I'm not picking up the comms. Uh, And anyway, 28 jumps, catch up with them. Just as I get through the gate and start warping, they break into a fight. I land. um, I, I, uh, I anchor on Bjorn, and I'm the first ship targeted. And... That's it. So they send me back to Cheetah, and I'm like, oh, 86 mil, 28 jumps. Beautiful. That was awesome. Let's do it <laughs> So, but I think it was Eve Uni and uh, uh, who are the guys that do the, the frigate free-for-all? The uh, God, I'm sorry. Those guys, the, their names escaped, escaped me right now. Are you talking about the NPSI um, group? The, yeah. Uh, um, wow. My brain is... I know. I'm, like, I, I'm either not drinking enough or I've drank too much today. That is the... Um, so there's Fun Incorporated, but then there's also um, Spectre Fleet. Would it be Spectre? No. It was like I said, they, they hand out the ships in low sec. Hmm. And... Uh, Band, no, it's not Band Brothers. Uh... God, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name. Anyway, those guys are great. Um, and it was just that opportunity to just burn through ships where they, you know, 17 frigates later. And uh, like, all right, I kind of cured myself of kind of losing my ships. I'm like, all right, this is this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, still had that PVP bug. And I'm like, all right, well, my corp's not doing it. So I got to I got to find a corp that's doing it. Mm hmm. And I've uh, been a long-time listener, well, of, of two years, of uh, Declaration of War. And so uh, I went on their, their channel, Noir, uh, or Cafe Noir dot, dot, and just hit somebody up. They interviewed me, took me out on a fleet, sent me through their university. And, yeah, like six months later, I was in Noir. Like, so. Solid, I, man. That sounds like yeah. a good, uh, so it, you found your oh. way through. You got to this, and then so can you explain a little bit? What does what does Noir do? Uh, we're a mercenary group. So the uh, our corp leader uh, Alec or Alexia Carr. I'm sure if you listen to his podcast, uh, you know it's the longest running podcast. And that's uh, the Declaration of War, right? Declaration of War, yeah. And so they people will contract to us to assist them so if they're doing wormhole evictions sometimes we're just bodyguarding mining fleets sometimes we're uh taking down passes or uh stations um or mercenaries if you're willing to pay enough money talk with alec and he will you know 
where we shine is if you have ops that you want to plan, but if you needed just another 10, 15, 20 guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, we just help bulk up your numbers. Um, but the last couple of contracts we've had, it was just us solo doing stuff for the employer. And the employers are always anonymous. I never know who they are, where the money comes from. And uh, you're not going to get rich doing it unless you're like really good, really active. So, I mean, I have made 800 mil on contracts, but others I've made none, but uh, they do ship replacement too, so. So how, how does that work exactly? Um, what's the, how would you get paid out uh, money for flying around with New Or? Um, they have a system. It's all based on how much the contract is for. Um, but usually it's voted on by the players of who's got the most kills, who was the most influential FC, who was the best E-War, who was the best this. Um, they, they pick the top 10 players and everybody gets a cut. Oh, so, that is cool. Yeah. And yeah. Again, it's, but it's, it's about content. You know, I, I'm not good at finding content. That's the thing I'm really struggling with, which is why I got into faction warfare and we talked about. But uh, yeah, it was, you know, Alex the man. And he he sets the things up, and the FCs get us in place, and we take the ships, meet here, and let's do our thing. Yeah. So, uh, no meaning says was it was it maybe a band apart or stay frosty? That was them. Thank you so much. Absolutely, those guys are fantastic. Um, I said I did that last year too, or I guess that would be this year. Um, but that's a great thing for any new pilot if you just want to get into PvP. Um, I'm sure they'll have one coming out early next year. And it's just a way to kind of cycle through, getting a ship, blow ships up, get yours, get another one. Um, so really appreciate those guys and what they've done for me in this game. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, glad the thank you, no meaning, for uh, shouting that out there. This is why having a live audience is actually kind of, that's, that's, right. that's what it's that. all for right we there. Need a live audience. That's what <laughs> they help us. Um, so, yeah. Um, so you uh, you went down the route recently of faction warfare. Um, so tell me just a little bit about uh, how, what did what was your kind of introduction to faction warfare? What do you, what have you been thinking about uh, since you've been in there? Uh, like I said I was in the war. Um, not, I I think I'm good in groups in those group fights, especially the the small gangs, ten fifteen, um, some of the bigger battles. But it's that solo, that one on one kind of thing, trying to find. Uh, I'm still kind of lacking at, um, you know, still learning what a lot of the ships can do, like what the matchup is, and uh, Faction Warfare is really good with, with that aspect of it. Like, I know this ship cannot fight against that ship. I'm not going to last. Sometimes I'll still take that fight just because it's a way to blow up a ship. Yeah, and, and you I, never you know. know. Sometimes no. they're idiots, you, you know. know. And, Some and people fuck up all the time. <laughs> I know, that's me. But yeah, I was actually flying with one of the guys in the war, uh, JK. Miss you, brother. Hope you can come back soon. Uh, and he's like, yeah, this is how I cut my teeth. Is uh, We're bouncing around faction warfare space. And I'm like, oh, okay. And started kind of looking into it more. And, you know, started running those headaches right off the bat. Like, I'm not leaving Noir, which I busted my ass to get into. I mean, attending yeah. classes and, you know, uh, it was it was hard back in that time. Um, so I'm not dropping my corp to do that. So I had to create an alt, which means I had a, you know, 
a crappy, <laughs> a brand new player. Brand new, yeah. <laughs> With Eve Online, you, and you can't yeah. just like rush your character through to level sixty. You know, you've got to actually like spend the weeks or a bunch of isk or a bunch of real life money to uh, extract a whole bunch of skills and put them in them. And so, do you've gone? Have you gone the route just of you're uh, just putting? him in as an Omega, or have you started off as an Alpha? Um, how did you come in with your with your alt? Uh, I started off with my alt. Well, once I figure out actually how to get into Faction Warfare, you know, where you're actually getting LP and stuff. Right, uh, yep. Which needs to get explained a little bit better. Yeah, have but, you done uh, the new the new tutorial recently? Because um, I think that they do have a thing that I'm kind of messing around with it right now. And I think they do have a thing that starts pointing you towards faction warfare and how to get into it. Uh, yeah, I actually got into it. I started up a fifth alt, and, <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't remember him getting much into it. I remember him kind of mentioning it, but I think that's really what it, I was hoping this new player experience thing would do is kind of push you into faction warfare as the last chapter of your thing because if you're looking at like the role play aspect of this game that there's got to be a reason why these factions are making capsuleers so mm. what's the point of it they're not going to make you a capsuleer and then just send you off to space let you do whatever you want i mean they just go become gods in the... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the way the universe works right everybody wants something from you so that would make sense the galenthi are going to say okay here's a pilot we'll make him capsuleer let's push him out and he can fight for us and I really think that's something that uh, they should have done with this last expansion of the uh, that new player experience. And I, th I think they're missing the boat again on this, where like, it, when you graduate the academies or you go through those starter missions, you should get something for it, like a little medal, a little pin. Oh, yeah. It can't be bought, it can't be traded. It's just something that's going to be attached to your character. And then when you get into faction warfare, well, you get a uniform, because now you got something to put your pins on. And so, you know, as you go through the ranks and, hey, you make lieutenant, well, now you got a little better uniform. And again, you, you can't sell them, you can't trade them. They're assigned yeah. to your character. Kind of like what they're saying the Hailedry system is going to be for some of our uh, yeah. Um, yeah. skins and stuff like that. But making that for, like, a, a clothing item as well would be kind of cool. Yeah, you do the Sister of Eve's arc, you get a little pin, sits on your uniform somewhere. I don't know. And again, that was my kind of thought. I think that... I just thought that would kind of expand the game a little bit. Um, you know, the the player they had that the old tracking system um, that I couldn't see any purpose for it. Like, I don't care if I was a level five miner; it didn't mean anything to me. I didn't get anything <laughs> for it. At least now, you know, you're getting a little. Uh, you're getting some modules. Yeah, the air air system is a little better. That's a little bit better. I like that. Getting killed and killing people gets you like some isk and stuff like that. It's not a lot, but I mean, I remember when I first started, and so this is, I mean, of course, inflation and all this other stuff. But back in 2006, when I really started playing the game, I re really remember being like a million isk. I just, I just got a million isk, like, oh my god, like, I so, I found this item, I sold it, I got a million isk for it, now I'm gonna go buy all these skill books, and all these, I, I can build up my ship a lot better, I might be able to get, like, you know, like, a, uh, you know, couple ships to, to have to my side and stuff like that that I can do some other stuff with, and I was, like, super excited just for that first million, um, and I had already been in the game for, like, 
a couple weeks, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, maybe, that, that, maybe a week. The first time I actually used a real market, not just the local market. I had I loaded up a ship um, with all the stuff I had from doing exploration and ratting, and it was like seven mil. And I'm like, oh man, I got to get this to Dixie. I got it, you know. I can't sell this stuff locally. It's not selling. So I remember just white knuckling it all the way to Dixie through high sec, of course, too. Because, but um, yeah, but you got that seven mil, and I thought I was God. I'm like, oh man, look at that. <laughs> this is piling up. Seven mil. Unbelievable. That's more than um, I've made in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, having those little, little things out. I mean, at least maybe it covers the cost of ammo on some of this stuff, especially now. You know, into the. You were getting into the tech two ammo and the faction ammo and mm-hmm yep yeah it does does rake up that yeah that makes things a lot I, re- I remember every time i look at my cargo i'm like why do we have millions in oh my ammo never mind that's why <laughs> um but yeah i do think that uh you know i i'm really excited for the upcoming expansion i was really kind of taken aback when they said november now because I was all excited for September, but apparently September is just when we're going to be getting some new ships, which I'm really excited about regardless. I mean, that's if they because everything's hinting towards faction destroyers and I hope they do. Yeah. Uh, the only way to get these is through faction warfare. And yeah, that that would be cool. Well, and Aurora was talking too. It's just like a—I could be making this up—but she said something about like your faction would have a bonus if you're flying a faction ship. So maybe you get an extra percent if I'm in a, a faction ship with the faction I'm part of. Yeah. So that I mean, would, that would be awesome. That would be I pretty like cool. Um, if they because they have that for the Edencom ships, right? Like right. you have to have a certain percentage in order to get. Uh, uh, certain standings with Edencom in order to get the full bonuses from the Edencom ships. Um, and I could see doing something like that for faction ships. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with faction ships. Um, they've got the heraldry system that they're going to be kind of doing out that'll make things kind of cooler looking um, for the ship itself. Um, and then they've got the expansion that comes in November, though. Um, so ships this month, next month is the heraldry system, and then November um, is going to be when we get the the rework. Um, and this I'm super super excited about. Like I think I'm like I'm just like holding my breath for when this happens because I think the biggest change for me, um, if you're watching, you can see up in the you know right hand corner of like right next to where we where you can see us is the tier system for faction warfare where if your if your side is winning you get to make more money or more lp basically that is worth more money for running sites or doing missions and stuff like that um and one of the big things i think that is kind of a problem is that it is really tied into missions as well um as owning or as plexing so the winning side wins more and more and more until they've win too much and then it slides back over to the other side because market forces come into play and it's like well now your LP is worth shit because you made so much of it and if you just let off for a little bit and throw all of your other all of your alts into the other side then they can boost up that side make some money off of it um, 
in no matter I've, I've been in faction warfare since the very beginning and never has there been a time where it's 100% will all like it's always back and forth like um, even recently in this year we had tier 4 status as Galente um, you know it just goes back yeah, for a minute. and forth <laughs> we did we, now the one thing is that usually one side is dominating that uh, that pendulum um, so for a long time it was the Galente were dominating it um, back in the original days of, of the tier system. Now things have uh, switched over to the Kaldari have a strong push um, and have been doing really well. Uh, don't get me wrong. They, they didn't let us have it for very long. The market force has only worked for so long. Um, and there's there's maybe reasons for a lot of different things, but I think that in the end, it's stupid to be the winning side gets more money. It should be where you're fighting is where the the money is to be made. So if you yeah, want... I agree. Yeah, right. there, should be, there should be an incentive to being active. Right. Yeah, there should be... Well, and it should also be active in the area that other people are going to go shoot. Because depending on where... Like, right now, it... For the Galente, um, we can go and make LP at the 50%. It kind of sucks, but you can make it anywhere. And it's all over the place. There's tons of systems that the Galente or the Caldaria are not guarding, that nobody is, is doing anything in. You can make the crappy 50% LP. Um, for the Caldari, the there are a couple systems that we're not guarding, but a pretty much because there's so little of the war zone to go plex in, their systems that they plex in are going to be more dangerous to a certain degree. Offensive plexing for the Kaldari is a little bit harder right now. Problem is, is that missions make way more LP in that case. Then, so you just start doing missions at level four missions. Um, if it's all about where you're fighting and not what tier you're at, hopefully missions get reset to just be, they get the normal 100% value of, you know, which is okay kind of isk. But if the war zone, a uh, frontline system is giving out, um, you know, a 50% or 100% or 200% bonus to how much LP that you're making, that'll be huge. Um, people want to actually fight in the war zone and not be doing missions all day. Um, and completing a plex inside the war zone will be worth something to both sides, basically. And they'll have the five-man plexes that they're going to be having, so it allows for a small group to actually make some LP together. Because, like, right now, if you get 5, 10, 15 people together, no plex is worth anything, even at the highest percentages and stuff like that. You're not doing it for LP at that point. Yeah, I didn't realize that it got split. I think you were sitting in a plex and Mango jumped in, uh, like, towards the end. <laughs> and, I mean, I know you don't care, but, again, I, I didn't realize that. Oh, wow, yeah, we just, I just, he did all the work and I just split the, uh, the <laughs> LP with them, so... I didn't realize that was a thing. So that's that's a new thing. It is something that you can piss off some people. Like you can uh, people get uh, really pissed off at LP stealers that just follow around a person, and um, you know, especially like the bigger plexes and stuff like that. That they'll go with a frigate that can't do anything, and just follow around a, a cruiser that's going around doing offensive plexes and possibly spying on you. So. <laughs> 
So no meaning says I actually want uh, don't want to fight in the war zone because the tier system hurts and rewards for the losing side so much. Can't wait for front lines. Yeah, I just yeah in general the whole the whole thing on that is just so stupid. Front lines is going to be awesome because it's all about. Is it on the front line of the war zone? Yes, then it's worth more LP. You're, I, I really want to see, what do you think about these, you have to drop structures that'll make it so that when you're pushing a size system, it pushes it faster? Um, these propaganda? Kinda, yeah, the propaganda things. I think that's kind of great. And they were even talking about, like, you could do shipping. Oh, if you could bring ammo up to these stations or, or whatever, you can get stuff. And, you know, with uh, Mango Pizza is a new newer character i actually took over my daughter named it so it was a <laughs> it's a great name man i'm like yeah hey, i gave you a million skill points so i'm gonna, I'm gonna use that for faction warfare so i took over uh but yeah she, she named mango pizza um so i jumped in that all and joined faction warfare and uh yeah i'm kind of but she's still new you know she's only three four months old um i think she just broke a five million skill points or whatever so she's still learning to fly stuff and so if she can have this thing well hey if i can buy this you know 10,000 isk you know pamphlet drop it in space somewhere and at least you know kind of contribute be part of the fight um yeah that'd be something something i can do by myself if i can't fleet up you know um you know and, and tell the times where she can kind of train up and you know actually be able to contribute more you know yeah, yeah. It does take a lot of skills too. You got to get those magic uh, fourteen down. Um, frigates, you can. I think like frigates, you can become pretty competitive even in solo play. At yeah. uh, if you max pretty much out uh, your alpha's uh, ability, um, but it does. It is one of those things that uh, I'm. Re I'm looking forward to as well. The it'll like limit the faction. So, I mean, because yeah, the, right. like the to just having a faction ship and not a pirate ship is pretty important because you're kind of given faction ships through faction warfare. Like there's and there should even be a little bit of like I think they should be giving out like one time prizes for every time that you like hit a a thing. Here's some more PVP ships for you to just get, go get blown up or something like that. Um but in any case, um there's you get a bunch of these faction warfare ships from doing faction warfare missions and and plexes you get lp you, and so you can use that pretty easily to get into faction ships pretty early um and then you're you're you don't have to worry about a dramiel or a worm you know coming and just eating you alive like you didn't exist yeah and that's my big thing right now is still being isk poor that way um, cause I'm not trying to fund her endeavor so much with my main because mm -hmm. he's got to buy, you know, hurricanes and stuff like that. So, uh, typhoons, I just bought a typhoon. So I'm a little poor at the second, but, uh, yeah, I think it'll help balance off the, you know, they're, they're trying to rebalance this now with the complexes where you have the, the T ones versus the navies, uh, versus the T two and the pirate factions. And, you know, because that's my big problem is I, I can't afford any of the pirate faction stuff. I can get into some of the, the Navy stuff, maybe a couple of the T2s, but not so much. So I'm still flying a lot of T1. Mm -hmm. And it, I'm just getting forced out of plexes a lot. You know, because like I said, that worm comes in. 
I, I can't compete with it at all. So if I stay, I'm going to die. And yeah, uh, sometimes nice to kind of have that novice system even balanced out a little bit where you have like, you know, the, the novice, uh, the T1 novice. Yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay with it being up to faction ships, like I said, because you kind of are given faction ships, but it would be nice if they had like the like newbie, like this is like the, not a novice, like this is like the, for new players, really, this is where you want to go. And if you want to fight in T1 only, no tech two items, no implants, no nothing, like if they could find a way to, to check all of that stuff and not allow you to, to go into the flex because of that and you just have to go with T1 ships, this would, I think that would be helpful because you'd find a lot of people then running around in T1 ships to try and uh, get into these flexes um, and it really would give the newbie a chance. Yeah, you know, and as a new player in Faction Warfare with this new account, that's all I'm looking for, is I just, like I said, I, I want to be competitive. I want to be able to get into a plex and get a fight that I actually stand a chance of, of winning. You know, and so, um, you know, if that balance does help that, that would be great. Um, yeah, and I think one thing is, is more people that you get in, like, the more that they're getting newbies into it and it becomes a newbie zone... Like, it's more likely that you can get newbies versus newbies. There is a problem that we have right now is that there is a gluttony of old players, pirates, and people in Faction Warfare that are like myself, who are playing in Faction Warfare and have my, you know, skills up. Um, now, one thing is that I don't do that a lot of other people do will do implants. Faction items, um, you know, you you abyssal mod out your, your ships and you just... You have the most expensive, blingiest, you've got two, three billion in your pod, you got like two to three billion in your ship, no matter what size it is. Um, right, yeah, there's there's a well-known Keldari, you know, pilot that does that. So. They, those who shall <laughs> not be I, named. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know when he pops up on grid, you better take off. <laughs> yeah, you can beat his ship, you're not going to beat his pod. Yeah, no, and that's, and those are the things, drugs, drugs to, like, the synthetic, the small, cheap drugs, I kind of understand, um, yeah, but, Steve, you go, you, you have, like, blingy-ass shit, but you're, like, pure solo, like, you don't, you don't really have people coming and, and backing you up, like, with a big-ass Sino drop and shit like that, so, like, you take on, like, five guys at one time to try and kill a couple of them, and you're willing to do that. But <laughs> um, I don't, just, don't make it wrong. I'm all about the easy fight, man. I, I tell you, if I can outgun you and I can, you know, just blop you myself, that's awesome. I will do that. Yeah, uh, I just don't want to spend a lot of money. That, on it. But yeah, yeah. But I don't like when it happens to me. So yeah. Well, when you kill those people, that. though, is also when, yeah. you, when you get really excited. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> ten five billionist ship <laughs> got the two billionist pod. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that there's something about taking down that big ship. I remember the first Paladin I took down was with Spectre Fleet, and we were in a Cormorant, and or uh, uh, Caracal Fleet, and we took down a Paladin. And, <laughs> man, I was glowing. I was, my eyes were like, so I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome. <laughs> yeah, so when Bling usually gets dropped out by numbers, and I'm always afraid, like I said before, like I'm afraid to bring Bling into a, a fleet battle because they know. 
Well, there's the bling guy, so we'll shoot, we'll shoot the blingy, and it'll 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 pay for the entire fleet going down. So, um, but if you can get you can get your pot out a lot in faction warfare space and low sex uh, combat, which is one of the tempting things to get a pod. The only reason why I don't is because it's so quick to die and then be back at your station and then you can go anywhere. So you don't have to worry about, you know, yeah, potting home. I was, I was actually spending a lot of my uh, LP on implants. So, you know, you get the uh, uh, the sharpshooters or gunslingers. Is that what they're called? Something like that. Uh, uh, for the yeah, the yeah, yeah. So and again, just those couple of two, three percents kind of helped out. But yeah, I actually forgot I was in my pod that had them, and uh, <laughs> I got, I got my ship got destroyed. And I just sat on grid, going, "All right, send me home." And they sent me home, and I was like, "Oh, son of a gun!" Yep, that's five mil gone. So that's uh, not that bad. Not for a newer player who <laughs> doesn't have a, a real revenue stream. True, you know, outside of ratting, so. Um, that's probably where I gotta get into the most right now is trying to create that revenue streams for my alts. Like, where are they gonna get their money from that they're not taking from Papa? You know. Yeah. No. And that's uh. And right. Right now, I'm, cause like, getting punched in the face with the fifty percent LP payout right now, and the and the way it's been for pretty much for last like year or two for Galente is a little bit of time that we get with tier four, and then it'll go back. Um, and I'm also looking for fights more often than trying to make LP. Um, and yeah, for sure. so I'm not trying to like do plexes in order to make money. I don't really have like a good money revenue stream, but I do have like 3 million in LP from just building it up slowly over time, not even trying. Um, That's <laughs> like yeah, like Samson did. And he's like, I don't know. I went out and bought like a hundred uh, uh, comets. Or right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Can I have one? He's like, sure. So, <laughs> I love that guy. Hope he comes back soon. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been popping on and doing some stuff. Sometimes I haven't seen him in a while, actually, though. But uh, but he's yeah, on he's on a pretty now. pretty big. According vacation. to your Discord, he's on vacation. So oh yeah. Hope, yeah. Enjoy your vacation and yeah. come back from there. He was, uh, he had a birthday celebration just recently, too, so. But I never learned how to game the LP system. I don't, like I said, I, I collect the stuff and I try to buy the things that I need. I haven't really figured out how do I use my LP to make ISK. The um, only thing that really I... haven't really researched it much either, so. The big one that I have is, or that I just do is the ships. It's about 1 million LP for... 1,000, or sorry, 1 million ISK per 1,000 LP. You can get a little bit more than that, or a little bit less than that, depending on some of the stuff that you can buy. But usually ships sit right around that area. Um, and and so that makes, you know, like, right now a, a novice worth 5 million ISK per novice. So 10 minutes of your time offensive, you know, maybe 12 minutes of your time killing the rat. Um, but if you're at the, you know, the Keldari side, they, when they do an offensive site, um, they get, uh, you know, at tier three that they're at right now. Oh, they're actually right now. Currently they are at tier two, it looks like. Um, so they are actually just getting 
10,000 LP points, so 10 million isk from doing that. Because ships sell quick and they're easy to get. You just do the, um, you get uh, the ship that you're going to be churning into that and a chip for it and you put them together um, and you get a ship out of it. And the only thing that sucks is transporting shit around. So either A, you uh, buy inside of the station at overinflated prices, because like Valor usually has the stuff there, the ships there, but they're just expensive comparatively. So you lose a little bit of your profit margins to a small degree, but you still make a huge profit. And then selling in station once again, much slower um, if you can't get it to Jitta. So you've got to either contract that stuff out or you have to have your own hauler. Um, yeah, and the fact we can't use Old Man Star right now to transport blingy stuff, we got to fix that. That's got to be a Gelmil priority, I think. Yeah, uh, Old Man Star being controlled by the Kaldari is kind of crazy. Um, hauling services are so cheap in comparison, it saves a lot of trouble uh, just to have them do it. Yeah, so especially for the sizes that you're looking for, you're not looking for, um, you know, freighter full of shit to kind of move. Um, you can make an insane amount of comets, um, like 20 some odd, you know, 20 plus, I think, um, it, you can fit into a uh, deep space transport. So you can have them ship in the incursuses, the uh, chip that you need for it is really cheap, um, and you can get it in like Dodixie or Jitta space, and those are really light, so you can move those really easy, or have the hauling service move that as well, and you can put them all, uh, and then get them transported over to Jitta, and uh, then they'll sell within like a couple of days. Yeah, that's the other thing they need to fix, is the fact that either we need to find a way to balance out these other markets or make it Cheetah accessible to Faction Warfares. So. Yeah, making Cheetah accessible to Faction Warfare is a really hard thing to do, um, but also uh, it does give a weird, unfair advantage. I mean, the thing is, to a certain degree, though, I almost like to teach it this way, is that even the Kaldari don't have it easy inside of Cheetah. Like, there are a lot of people who know how to game the system to a certain degree and will shoot you outside of Jitta with their with their Galente alts. Oh, um, absolutely. But uh, make Dodixie great again. Yeah, I would really wish Dodixie would great again, though. I, I don't know when Dodixie's ever been great comparatively to Jitta, but... <laughs> um, Dodixie... Dodixie is a great space to sell, I would say that. To, you know, we should, we just need more people selling in Jitta or in Dodixie in order to make Dodixie better. Um, and people yeah. will make more of a profit selling in Dodixie if they do, because Jitta is actually not the best place to sell your shit, because there's so much right. competition going on there. There's a lot of demand, but there's an insane amount of supply as well. Um, and everybody knows to sell their shit there. So when you sell somewhere else, you can put up a, a decent price hike. Now what I want to see is Yovangir, uh, Jägermeister, <laughs> we get that system to be uh, filled with ships and items that are PvP oriented would be awesome. Yeah, I've got uh, half a hanger full of crud I've collected 
ratting and stuff. Maybe I'll throw some stuff on the market so we'll pad it a little bit. Right. But hey, that's why we're a player-driven economy. If the players want, you know, these systems to be better, then they need to use those systems. We can't keep shipping stuff out to, you know, Gito. We gotta, you know, you want to Dixie, then use to Dixie. Sell your stuff there, and more people that do that, the better off it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, there, I still I have a lot of hope. Um, I'm really looking forward to the the expansion. We'll see what uh, what this kind of sh how this shakes things up. Um, if it can, faction warfare can stop being a pendulum swing of back and forth. And there's just systems you go make money in that are that are dangerous as fuck to go make money in. Um, mission running is still kind of a fun thing that you can kind of do but it doesn't pay out insane um when you're on the winning side um so uh that's not a uh, so no meaning says that's not a bad place to build an fw market one jump out of charmer has npc stations with research and invention yep and manufacturing the only oh, thing it doesn't cool. have is uh doesn't have a jump clone um in charmer out um or in jägermeister uh, but um, the one thing, too, is that it's one jump out from Faction Warfare. So it's not actually in the Faction Warfare zone. So it can never be conquered um, by the Keldari, which is why I love Yvangir. Um, the, the bad thing, though, also is that it's a pipe into um, Hey Die Less. So uh, in Hey Die Less, uh, you know, you can have gate camps and stuff like that and people trying uh, to stop you from easily knowing if that becomes like a big pipe of people coming out of there, people are going to want to gate camp that's, that station. Um, but you have two directions that that are, or three, you know, every, every in to Hey Die Less is very dangerous. Like, and usually coming from like, you know, you've got uh, Fliette, um, that comes in, that's a big faction warfare, uh, place. You've got a boon that goes up towards the, uh, Nisawa and Tama pipe. So that's a pretty active, um, place. And actually, I don't see too many gate camps in, it's dangerous to gate camp in, uh, Hiddelis. Like, uh, it's, so... Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, yeah. Sometimes you can pay off, but sometimes, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you were flying... Uh, when did you stream last? Because you were flying out there, and you're not gate camping, but you were engaged on a gate. I think you were with Galmil Fleet. Oh, yeah. And then all those guys jumped in, and you're like, oh, let's go. Yeah. So the last time you were streaming, so... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there you go. That's Hydelish right there. It's in a nutshell. Yeah, you gotta be careful. Um, it's it's a uh, it's an interesting place. I I love it because it's just you know you on dock you go to uh, Italy's Old Man Star, Fleet, um, you know any of those areas right now, and it's just there's fights to be had every twenty thirty minutes, easy. Yeah, um, and I, you know, and that kind of goes back to the you know the people I want to scream the sky is falling. This game is dying. And I, I can't argue the numbers in space, but you'll go over the numbers later in the stream here. And people are still in space. People are still shooting each other. I mean, I, I get blown up all the time. So yeah. I know it happens. So, again, I think there's different aspects of the game that may need some massaging. And uh, I'm just, 
It, I'm hoping this faction warfare change is one of those things that does push this game into that positive direction that people are looking for and want to come back to. Yeah. So we, we know there's activity. If you want fights, you can find fights. You know, you're not going to get them in Nullsec like you know, like you used to. Yeah, I guess but one of the. You're going to get them here in Nullsec. I mean, they say you can go to Hell Tales, you can go to Old Man Star, you can go to Follette. You're going to find a fight. Someone's going to fight you. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say that uh, one of the big things that'll be huge for improving faction warfare is when they bring in the um, you can be not in a faction warfare corporation and participate in faction warfare. And I really wonder what that's going to be like um, because there's going to be if I think that's going to be one of the hardest things for them to do and one of the, it would be really helpful for faction warfare if people didn't have to join faction warfare corporation um, yeah i would have got into it a lot sooner had that been a, an option right and then you can bring in your main for a moonlight session and stuff like that and um, not actually have to leave your corporation um but the problem that um we end up having is that well does that mean that you're going to shoot your court mate because what if your court mate is in the Kel you know joins the Keldari, and you yeah. join the Galente? Um, well, yeah, and that's that's it. The unintended consequences of change. You know, you can all have as much positive, but it's going to affect something on the other end, and that's something that we, uh, you know, the community has talked about a bit. Um, uh, CSM has brought this up, I know, on a, a couple of their podcasts and streams, and. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know how you work out the mechanic. Like, like I said, I'm in Noir. We got people from all parts of space, and so how how do we do that? Especially what you know, we've kind of had that. How do we work on contract? Mm. You know, we've been contracted out by Calmill, and so I'm like, all right, well, you know, Mango's got to sit on the sidelines while I got a contract out. Yeah, what we're doing now. So, um, so I'm not gonna play both sides of the fence there. <laughs> be a spy. I can't right. do that to myself. I think it's just integrity, I guess. Um, but, uh, and again, I don't, I don't know how you fix that aspect of the game right now, but there's gotta be a way to figure it out. Maybe it's a matter of clicking a, a button going, yeah, this ain't going to affect me that, you know, uh, I accept the consequence of this. If I take part in this. Yeah. Or, well, I think that no, that's one of the big things is just that you're, I mean, it's the overview is kind of already set up to, to be that way. I think, um, that a war target would be over your being in corporation, or whatever, but basically that you know, once you've joined faction warfare, the uh, for the once you turn that flag on, basically you're just you're you've picked your side, and um, if somebody's not faction warfare, uh, or they are faction warfare on the enemy side, your corporation and in your corporation, well, you're probably going to be shooting them, you know, and that's okay. <laughs> your corporation yeah. will just yeah. have to deal with that. Um, well, again, but, I I think we're all adults here, except for the kids that play the game. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's just the hat that you're wearing at that time, and I, I think you guys gotta, or we as players have to understand that that's a role. If you're gonna take part in faction warfare, it's like MPSI. If you know, it, I'm part of a fleet. I'm sorry you're blue to me. You know, yeah. no hard feelings. And if you really feel sad about it, then hey, here's here's your ship. You know, I got ISK. Uh, I'll cover your damages. But right. You know, it's, it's what the players, what do they want to do? Again, yeah. I'm just all for it. I, again, I want to come out with my buddies. I want to have fun. I want to fly with you guys and uh, the rest of the guys in Gal Mill. And again, it's just what I enjoy. And, you know, if we can 
I have to shoot a blue, I'll shoot a blue. I mean, what? It's not my goal. It's not right. my goal. So. No, yeah, and that's I I I really like I've been having a lot of fun in uh, Gal Mill standing fleets as of late, just kind of flying around with them. They've been letting me stream with the voice comms off and stuff like that. So, um, and it's been yeah, fun been... just flying around and you just get involved in some fights and you call people. You know, you catch something, you're able to call people in to help you. You they catch something, you get called in. You can get into like the twenty man twenty man flight fights that happen, but there isn't usually like. Unless it's like a I or a uh, maybe an IHUB bash, but normally like a Citadel bash that you might get into like the hundreds, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I definitely like. Well, you. I think when I see you stream and I'm playing, um, uh, I think you'll see me pop on grid a couple of times. Yeah. Like oh, what's he oh, he's in a fight. Okay, let me see if I can. Oh, he's got his hands full. Let me see if I can pop him. And <laughs> Whatever. Usually you've kind of cleaned up stuff before I can get there, but... Well, yeah, this um, is the nature of... of e it's really hard with those those fights, usually to get somebody to help you, depending on which, you know, ship I'm flying. But in smaller ships, it's like, you've got about a minute, minute and a half of fighting that's happening, and it takes like a minute to warp almost anywhere. Like, yeah, right. It just takes a minute to get somewhere. Yeah, um, but you... You, you helped me out on a, a gate. We were in fleet. We kind of splintered out. Um, this is a couple of weeks ago, where uh, our initial fleet it's broken into two, where the other half went someplace else, and we kind of stayed in that Hades area, Old Man Star. And uh, I was in my thorax, just kind of sitting at a gate, and had somebody come through, and I called it out, and like, you were the only one that showed up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, I've actually got this guy. I, I you know, I outgunned him, and uh, I think you got like one round of rockets off of your, yeah, of your stabber. And I'm like, not yeah. a solo kill. I'm like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I remember but, that. Thank you. Like, so I appreciate you jumping in. But damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you called for help. You got help. Did. You didn't did. need the well, help, but I thought there, yeah, I thought there'd be more hopping in. Oh, and that's yeah, Cause, yeah, because. You know, who's this one guy that's gonna hop through? Like, say, what are you crazy? And then you're gonna take me. I'm. This is you're in a a, a frigate, even a a, fa a faction frigate, but I'm in a destroyer. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, deep. I'm out DPS you. So <laughs> I can pilot a little bit. It's always a fun. Those are that like I like going against cruisers in assault frigates because the assault frigate definitely has some solid tank, and and if it gets underneath your guns, can totally fuck you. Um, but oh, if you sure. if you can play with them and get them to do something stupid, they can die. Um, and then like same thing goes with like a destroyer versus like a, a faction frigate, like a faction like an, a Keldar um, or a uh, like Keldar Navy Hookbill or a um, uh, Navy Comet will be able to kill a lot of destroyers but it's very possible they just get out dps'd like if they just don't have the tank set up on them properly or you know they they uh the destroyer has a strong tank you're just gonna it's it's gonna hurt really bad really bad <laughs> they're designed to kill you <laughs> Um, but yeah, no meaning uh, says. I just, sorry, I was just looking up. Yeah, that was a hook bill that we went up against. So oh yeah, yep. Keldari so, no, Navy hook bill. 
you got the kill shot. That's what it was. That was, that was yeah. I'm like, well, I took him down like 99%. You like, I show up. I got the final kill. <laughs> Come in. No, no Finish solo, him. No final shot. <laughs> Thanks, Broza. But I don't know. I owe you. You got me into Faction Warfare. Your podcast, this podcast, <laughs> um, was like, you know, kind of gave me a place to go. Kind of learned, you know, another aspect of Eve I, I wasn't aware of. And, uh, I said I've just really been enjoying it, and like I said, getting in with the guys with the gal mill. Um, so I've just I've loved it. I mean, those guys have been great. So, and they let me screw up, so I appreciate that too. <laughs> but, uh, oh, you die, you die. Go get another ship and come back. Like, yeah. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the water's kind of a little. Th we don't, you know, because we we take we we track our losses, you know. So when you're on contract, you can't be losing ships that cost more than what the payout of the contract <laughs> right and, yep uh, alec is uh he's not happy with that when you when you make us look bad so yeah with with us uh it's just like if you lost it that's that's your problem <laughs> like lose every ship you possibly can yeah, i the like i said it's, it's a different standard that we're held to and and rightfully so yeah no i mean it's a different yeah it's a different different game than noir is playing you know it's, uh, yeah. They are mercenaries. I, gotta, I just gotta bring up, we we had a contract recently. It was just to harass somebody, <laughs> and so it was. I just because they were talking so much salt in uh, in local, and it was just hilarious. Because you know, we I would come in in like a bomber and just cloak off of their their station, and so they're just taunting me like, "Oh, advanced PVP, yeah, you guys are so great." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you're not out mining, or you're not out doing ex exploration, are right, you? Guys are sitting here." And you're just, you know, in your ships, just waiting for me to uncloak. I ain't gonna, so you ain't doing what you're doing. So, uh, it was just, uh, it was an interesting contract. It's fun. It's, I, I really like that aspect of the war. But again, two different worlds, two different aspects of the game, two different game styles. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's oh, kind of oh. what makes Eve so crazy is because it is so big. It's so different comparatively to, you know, there's... You can do completely different things in this game that are, you know, wormhole life is very different than living in known space. Living in 0.0, .0 very different than uh, low sec, very different from high sec. Like each one of these things have their different things, but then even then inside of it, a null secer, there might be somebody who just does planetary interaction and building shit and, and hauling shit. You know, and that's their entire life. They never do any PvP-oriented type kind of stuff. Um, you know, some will maybe do moonlighting in PvP. Um, you know, some people are just hardcore PvPers, or some people are just hardcore explorers. You know, like, there's this... this you can do so many different things in EVE and never actually touch... Like, I've never done any contract or mercenary work in my 15 years of playing EVE Online. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely an exciting aspect of the game. Um, but again, it's it's sometimes those uh, things I'll log in and like, okay, what character am I going to get in and what am I going to do? And sometimes I do nothing. You know, I log <laughs> in, get my daily award, and just like, you know, I've got 45 minutes before I got to go to work or whatever, you know, get the kids off to practice. Um how you know what are, what are you gonna do there's so much to do that sometimes you don't do anything it's murphy's law right so yeah no and that's uh, I, that is one thing actually that i f i feel like um faction warfare actually has a good solution to the like you only have 15 25 minutes to go play eve online 
just go run a plex and you get yeah. you go do one plex maybe you get a fight maybe you get some lp um and especially with the way that front lines are, are working out you'll get a decent amount of x lp if you do it in a dangerous spot but it's dangerous so it's very possible in 10 minutes you might get a fight like and that that is one of the instant gratification things that like uh league of legends and all that kind of gives you where it's like you know it's only going to be a 20 minute long fight you're going to go in you're going to do this and um but eve online has the much higher high i think and the lower low like if you just complete the site uh you know you got some is it's not that great if you got the fight and you lost you have a much bigger low and then if you got the fight and you won, it's got this like huge fucking high that you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, absolutely. Going from that white knuckle moment to to victory, I, you know, it's uh, one of the best feelings I think you can get, and especially in a video game. And no other video game I've ever played has that like Eve does. Yeah, I've gotten uh, I've, I've gotten I've really excited fun. about shooting fun. people or you know stuff like that, but yeah, like. Call it, yeah, you play Call of Duty, okay, I, whatever. My guy can die a thousand times, he usually does. You know, some 12 year old's kicking my ass. <laughs> you get it? So, and that's fine. Uh, but yeah, you don't, you, you just don't get that thrill. You don't get that rush that, uh, you know, Eve can bring to you. So, that's why I'm going to keep playing this game for a while. Hopefully, the, they'll keep the lights on for us. I think we, I think that there's still life in Eve. I think it's, um, I don't know what the critical low on what it needs to keep the server going and make things profitable, um, that EVE is a profitable game, but I feel like EVE is likely to be a profitable game for a long time, whether it's making the handover fit, like, I don't, I mean, like, EVE has made a lot of money for CCP, like, they have squandered that money on many, many, many different projects, um, and... Some of, you know, maybe they would have been payoff projects and stuff like that. I don't know all of the, the funding money and how, what cost what or, you know, what was actually profitable or not. But I feel like most things that they have made have not made profit, if any. And Eve has made an insane amount of profit. Um, I, I think that's the, the nature of video games in themselves. If you're going to be a video game manufacturer. Um, yeah, maybe your game hits, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't hit today, but who knows, you know, what uh, you know, what happens later. And yeah. Eve just had the, the tenacity to kind of stick around. And I'm hoping after going to E Vegas, uh, we kinda of have a bump, you know, where there'll be a little bit more life, a couple of these changes. Um, that's my hope, you know, that we get a you know, a little rebound at yeah. uh, Vegas, so I think I'm, I'm, you know, that'll be about the time that Heraldry comes out. I'm, I'm really looking forward to November um, when they actually come out with front lines. That's going to be a huge, huge one. Um, yeah, hopefully that mechanic works well. Like I said, on paper, yeah. it seems like it's going to be nice, but there's unintended consequences. There's yeah. Consequences. Well, the unfortunately, it sounds like they're not going to be coming out with the. Um, the allegiance system until january of next uh, like first quarter next year january february yeah, or march um, yeah that was what brisk was talking about it might be sometime in even as late as march until yeah. they actually put a date on it and that's the other thing and that that's the more complicated they date, one they to that date. if they yeah. don't put a date on it 
then it could be any time. And it could be never, because who knows? Because at the, because those are the inherent, like you said, it, it's going to be something that is going to be talked about a lot and argued about what, how are going to, the players going to manipulate the ability to join a faction without joining Faction Warfare. Will it, you know, maybe, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if they make it so that it doesn't actually get you PvP status, but it gets you PvE activities and stuff like that, that put you in the war zone, make it more yeah, likely for you to be attacked by different sides right, and your, stuff your like that. Space, man. Yeah, right. That's, that's what they want. Get it's you, like, get you in space and stuff like that, that it won't actually be full, like, to do all of the faction warfare stuff, you have to join faction warfare. To do plexing and faction warfare missions, you would have to join faction warfare. But there'll be these other missions that you don't need to be in faction warfare, but you have to be signed up for the allegiance. That's the one thing I could see. Um, there's a lot of, it, but just being able to moonlight in in faction warfare has its unintended consequences. They're going to talk about that a lot. But they're giving us the frontline system, which I and that's coming in November. And that's the one that I really think is going to, like, I like the idea that I think there's going to be a lot of hashing out and trying to figure out how to best do the Allegiance system, but the frontline system is what will, I think, save Faction Warfare. Um, and I really think will bring a whole new light to the concept of how you play in Faction Warfare. Um, it's going to be much more about being in the standing fleets, having people participate and help with you. Um, you can do solo, but you're not going to be off in the middle of nowhere making a ton of solo LP. If you're going to be yeah, doing the solo stuff, you're going to be in the danger of being ganked or by a bunch of people or having solo people come and kick your ass. So, oh, That would be a recommendation I would have. Anybody who wants to get into Faction Warfare, you're all, you can start it up. Um, don't try to go solo. Um, I mean, you can, but... If you really want to be engaged and uh, have an impact, uh, get into one of the corps. Get into, uh, the, you know, the gal mill uh, fleets or the, you know, one of the other ones. But I don't know why you want to be in any other uh, right <laughs> group other than uh, Galente. But you know, get into uh, get into them and get part of those fleets. Just as they run pretty often, get in their Discord. And yeah, they normally have standing I, fleets going, you know. I just, you know, they're kind of new to that. I've said I've been doing Factual Warfare for a couple of months. Um, but that was just an aspect of Factual Warfare I, I didn't get into. And now that I've been exposed to it, I'm like, oh, this is a real way to, again, be interactive, be, and, and have an influence. I mean, you're, you're blowing up more ships, you're, you're taking more complexes, you can actually have a, a larger impact in Factual Warfare as a whole. Yeah. So they be a part of the groups, so... So uh, before we switch over to the um, talking about uh, what happened in the month of August, um, do you have any like uh, special projects or anybody that uh, you want to give a shout out to um, that is doing cool ass crazy projects out there? Uh, any shout outs or anything that you want to talk about? Kind of like give the spotlight to you. What do you What are you doing? Who are you? What do you want to promote out there? Or who do you want to promote? <laughs> Well, I hate Noir, so I don't want to promote those guys at all. But, <laughs> no, definitely. I love my brothers in Noir. Uh, uh, Alexia Carr, like I said, he, he busts his hump, uh, you know, in real life and in this game. He's been a part of it for a long time. Uh, his podcast, Declaration of War, 
Uh, it's just, uh, again, it's, it's one of those things that kept me in this game when I thought maybe I'd walk away. So uh, I'll always be thankful for those guys for that. Um, but as far as personal projects, uh, I really don't have too much I'm working on specifically. Uh, I started, because uh, I've, I've got other video games, my other thing is doing restoration. Um, I'm sure you've seen YouTube videos and stuff out there where somebody finds some old toy or an axe or something and they oh. they polish it up and and so that's a hobby I've been into for a while. That's pretty cool. Um, but I don't have a lot of videos. I actually bought a uh, a new mic. Oh yeah, real solid uh, streamer mic. Oh, what's that? The box for it? Oh, but I think I lost your uh, audio. Oh, oh there, no, we go. There, there we go. go. So, no, that's... Uh, so we got all professional. So I started, yeah. like, doing all these plans to try to get into a podcast. And it just never happened. Um, and uh, something I think we're talking about pre-show, too. Like, how many... Or maybe I was just talking to myself. I can't remember. No, yeah, you, we, um, we brought that But up. how many Ooh. podcasters out there that aren't podcasting anymore? Um, you know, uh, uh, the guys from Low Life, Less Than Ten, um, Jade Cougar, just guys I've been listening to, like, since I started playing the game. And, the, and again, putting out a podcast is so much work, as you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, just a, it's, just, it's just a shame these guys are kind of uh, not there for me. You know, I, I work overnights. I depend on these podcasts to keep me awake. Um, keep me engaged and so when there's fewer and fewer Eve podcasts out there it's um, you know something that uh, affects me personally like I said I'm involved in this game I've pulled this game into me I've made it part of me in these two years um, yeah it's you know, like, like I, I know even if I don't play Eve I'm going to be reading the news and listening to podcasts and reading the, the reddits and everything like that like I, if I've, I've always got to know what the hell is going on in this game because it's so player driven. Like I really, I heard that there's a bunch of stuff going on in World of Warcraft, and and I've been playing even Final Fantasy um, online. It's been really fun, and I, I like the story and stuff. But I'm not going to read about this. I'm just going to play the story, and then I will know it, and I don't yeah, need to like. <laughs> yeah, definitely a big difference between this and any other game I've had um, or been a, a part of. Like. Uh, I didn't. I don't watch Twitch streams of people playing Call of Duty. Never have. But Eve, every day I'm watching somebody play. Yeah. Even if I'm, I'm just coming in and I'll, I'll just like, I'm gonna go shoot some rats. Um, you know, I'll click into your stream. I'll, I'll click into INN or, um, I don't want to give anybody else a shout out, but um, <laughs> or I'll go back and I'll watch old uh, Federation front lines, rewatch them, and, and yeah. learn stuff I, I forgot that I knew. So, <laughs> ah, it happens to me all the time <laughs> but yeah I definitely definitely love the content out there and was actually talking with someone in my corp uh, Zero Cool love that guy too um, he uh, and he's someone that kind of brought it up he's like well why don't you make the podcast you would want to listen to and so it was like great advice and so I've been playing with the, the thing in my head so again I, I don't know if it'll ever happen but I've got some ideas out there of, of kind of short stories and that kind of stuff based on my own personal experiences in the game and again don't know if anybody else would want to listen to it but it might be something that I'd want to hear so yeah that's 
I, I think that's a great advice for podcasters and video game makers and stuff like that. A lot of the times it's make something that you would want to listen to or make something that you would want to read, make something that you would want to uh, play as a video game. Um, you know, these are... The, that because one you'll be passionate about it you're making it um, a lot of the times it's pretty unique because it's something that you wanted and then people f find out that they wanted it you know and um, yeah it's it's been a lot of fun um, like that's the one thing that I've always wanted to do a faction warfare podcast I've always wanted to do some kind of like news kind of podcast and for a long time I didn't know how to do any of that shit. Um, I didn't know anything really about audio or recording or, you know, what, what stuff you needed, the software you needed or how to edit shit. And, and now I know a bunch of that stuff, uh, but I'm, I've learned all of it because I wanted to make something that I, I wanted to make. Yeah, I've made a, a couple of videos. The one we were on contract with Cal Mill, and so I did a video with that. I'm actually pretty proud of that one, but it was... A matter of downloading the program, learning how to use the program, learning how to put the videos and stuff together, learning how to do the overlays, learning how to get music in there that's not going to get me banned. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, and I've kind of loved that aspect of it. Again, like Eve, you know, it's that, that learning cliff that you have to just kind of jump off of. And once you embrace it and make it part of you, then uh, it's, you know, it's that much more enjoyable. And I've kind of gotten into that with, the, again, the video editing. Now I just need the material to put in. To, to make some uh, e-videos from. I need to get out there and, and blow some stuff up and and uh, have some images people might actually like to look at. Yeah, no, that's... I've, I've finally, I think, got to the point where I've got a built-up of that. Now I have this backlog of all of this, like, videos that I need to go over and be like, okay, find the fight. Which is why, like, whenever you see me streaming, I always put, like, how many fights and kills and deaths that I've had so that I could quickly zoom through the video and get to like oh the number went up by one what happened <laughs> who died what <laughs> okay there's that 30 seconds of battle that happened all right we'll clip that out and make something out of that uh, because like you know sometimes that's the only thing i don't like about eve streaming is that i feel like sometimes for me when it's like pvp i'm just sitting around for like 30 minutes like talking shooting the shit uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what do I babble about for, I mean, I don't have a problem with babbling, but uh, <laughs> you know, what do I babble about for 30 minutes while actually something filmable happens? Right. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to get my wife into helping me out. She's got a... Uh, I'm trying uh, to do that too. <laughs> my wife worked in radio. She's a, a brilliant and beautiful woman, but she uh, uh, paid her way through college being a radio DJ. Oh. And so she's got that background of reading commercials and doing that, and so... I'm like, well, I says, there's people out there with lore and stuff that they just need a, a woman to read it. Yeah. You know? So we can get into that. So I kind of talked her into the mic and, and the uh, the mixer, you know, off of that. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I can ever do it, if I can ever get her away from her studies. <laughs> um, uh, she's a PhD, so she. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like said, That's a lot of work. So, yeah. Well, she's already got her doctorate, so she's uh, putting it to work now. Yeah. So, so, but uh, yeah, I'm hoping I can kind of harness her talent and and see if I can maybe we can have a husband wife team. Of, there of you stuff. go. Again, I says I'll write it, you read it, I'll put up the video, and uh, you know make it. Yeah, that go. sounds like the easy I part. <laughs> well, well, we'll hope it happens. Yeah. If I can get off these overnight shifts, that would 
be a big change. So I'm on vacation tonight, otherwise I'd be at work right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, Frost said he could have me on the stream, I'm taking a vacation. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and we're going to do a little switch over here to um, the stats of each one of the factions for Faction Warfare. We're just going to do like a really quick breakdown here of uh, the stats and kind of talk about them a little bit. See the... Uh, oh, was uh that loaded. Sorry, just making things a bit smoother here, hopefully. By making it not so smooth right now. Come on. Why aren't you loading? It's me. I screwed up your stuff. I spent the last hour babbling about nothing. It's oh. broken. It's all broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be Z-Kill being kind of cranky right now. Why is... Let me just get to Z-Kill. Uh, is Z-Kill coming up for you? Um, it was. Let me see if I can... get any more... It's coming up with like a blank page for me. Able to go anywhere else in the galaxy. Huh. Um, I did have it up, and maybe that's why it was working, but yeah, I just tried to go on myself, and now it's not, so. Interesting. Well, I've. Third party content, what the hell? I've got uh, Galente, Keldari, and Mimitar stats that we can go over then, real quick. And we'll see if by the time that we get to the uh, Amar, if maybe the kill board is working again. So let's go ahead and just jump on over. Laptop screen. Big. Here we go. Alright, so looking at the Galente Federation for the month of August. Um, so we actually had one hell of a, like, so for all the talk about death, or uh, the death of EVE Online and how nobody's going around shooting each other at all, um, and the numbers are really low, Faction Warfare for the Galente has actually been better the last July and August than it's ever been, um, for the last, in the, just the amount of people that they've killed since 2020. October. So in 2020, uh, 2020 we had October, they had 10,000 kills, 10,230 kills in 2020 of October. Now we are um, at the highest points that we've had with, July was a little bit higher with the 9,894 kills, but August had 9,436 kills. Um, so this is a pretty solid uh, amount of death and destruction. I mean, there's 4,700 points worth, 686 billion isk worth of damage, um, and all with only losing 5,842 
um, losing 224 billion isk worth for 75% efficiency, 75.3% uh, efficiency. I do have to say that there is a lot of opportunity to go out and shoot in faction warfare at this point. Jordan says Z-Kill is Z-Kill. Also, hey Macros, how's it going? Um, yeah, you, you brought that up last month, or last time you went through this, I, and again, like, people want to talk about how Eve is, is dying or whatever, but these numbers are going to tell me the opposite. So in the last, we have just as many or more people getting killed, you know, in the last month than they were two years ago. So if we keep up at this pace, again, maybe it's just people's play style has got to change a little bit. I think that a lot of playstyles have been hurt. 0.0, .0 has been hurt really bad. Um, I do think yeah. the ADM type stuff with the low payout to for for ratting, nobody putting out carriers and super carriers and stuff like that. There's just no reason to, besides like fighting each other, there's no reason to go out into space in 0.0. Um, but I do think that there is a healthy amount of PvP that is happening in EVE still. Um, it's just different. Yeah. It's not... Yeah, it's those capital ship fights that aren't aren't happening. And, yeah. Which is okay, because I don't capital ship fight. But, <laughs> I, you know, if that's what you're into. I mean, and, and I know there are a lot of people who are. They've been playing this game for almost 20 years, and they, they want to fly capitals, and they want to blow stuff up. And, yeah. You know, maybe they... And again, I'm hoping things will change around. I'm hoping they can get that gameplay back for them. I, I mean, good for them. I, I won't be a part of it, but you know, if that's what they want to do, great. But like I said, I, I'm in the small gang and in uh, uh, the faction working for kind of stuff. So yeah, I really, I've, I've, I've liked the big 500, 600 man fights. They're kind of fun, but they're usually like four or five hour long, super slug fast type kind of stuff, and. Um, I think the low sec, no tie dye, you know, fights that are happening every day, um, in the early, you know, easily between 10 and 20 people just slugging out against each other, standing fleets of just random, like you don't see people, I mean, there is like a call for Lodgy to a certain degree, depending on what the fight is and what's going on. But a lot of fleets are just, we're just a kitchen sink trying to take as many plexes as possible and when we hear somebody call out that there's like three or four guys over here we get as many people as we possibly can as quickly as we can to go flood in and try and assist and fight that fight and you know you're just jumping all over the place it's it's a blast so um, yeah, i'm not a big fan of the tie-dye fights um uh, i a couple of them there's just Am I alive? Am I dead? Am my guns even on? I don't know. And <laughs> yeah. Again, I just don't know if that's enjoyable. Hey, if that's you know enjoyable to you, then great. Keep doing that. But again, I, I'm part of the small gang. I do feel like there's a lot of small gang stuff still happening in Eve Online, and that's that's. Gonna yeah, be, I think that's still strong. That's going to be the numbers are showing strong. it. That's been my experience. You know, we can find fights. Um, they're just not capital fights. Yeah. Yeah, so Keldari, let's uh, switch over to them here real quick. So in August, they got 12,716 kills. Um, so that is the best that they've had all year. Um, you don't have to go back um, to 2020, but in 2021, it was um, September of 2021 since they've had as many kills as they had this month uh or the, the month of august um 
they did 1.2 trillion ist worth of damage. Um, and one of the big things with this is that they do have a lot more people. Um, so just in general, compared to the Galente, they are uh, they have a lot more people, and it's not necessarily all. This isn't what Keldari have killed Galente. It's what they've just killed in general. So there's always people to fight and people to kill in faction warfare that are not faction warfare uh, oriented. Um, and 1.2 trillion compared to uh, so let's see the Galente had seven point or seven hundred and sixty eight million. So, you know, not quite, but almost double <laughs> um, what we had in, at, in damage. I'm looking at this month so far. I don't know what we've been blowing up, but even the Glente are, they said, it's not even halfway through the month. And uh, it's September 11th, so shout out to all the first responders out there. We love you guys. Um, yeah, the Glente are already at almost 1.1. So we're not even halfway through the month. They've almost matched their numbers <laughs> from last month. So, no, and, yeah, so yeah, so the, the same way. So we're blowing some shit up out there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, already, yeah, this month the Galente have over what they blew up last month. In fact, they've they've had the best month so far. It's only eleven days in, and it's uh, they've have seven hundred and sixty eight billion isk worth of damage already in September here. Uh, the Galente already at one point oh nine. Um, like, yeah, there's, uh, there's some, been some murder in September here as well. Um, so yeah, the Galente... Be a very, very costly month for both sides. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in general, they're not losing that much. I mean, only 126 billion this month. So last, last month they've had 10,000 deaths, um, and they had 295 billion isk lost compared... So... Basically, their rounding error uh, is their losses. Uh, so 1.2 trillion isk, they basically had uh, an efficiency of 80.2%. So <laughs> the the Keldari are out there. If you joined the Keldari, you've got the shit to shoot. You know, there's stuff to fight out there, stuff to uh, be yeah, had. They, yeah, if they've got the numbers. They've been outnumbering us in, in most of the larger fleets. They said you can you can go one on one, one on three. You know, in, and uh, in your stabber, but you're gonna have that 20 fleet right behind them. Yeah, to give so. you an example, like the Keldari uh, have. Oh, my puppy wants to play. Uh, so, uh, characters. In the last seven days, they've had 519 characters. Um, Galente is at 295. So these are characters that are not necessarily enrolled in faction warfare they're definitely enrolled in faction warfare but they have to have been on a kill or a loss to be counted in this number so 295 players that are the galente have lost a ship or killed a ship in the last seven days the galente or the keldari have 519 players that have lost or killed a ship um so not quite double the amount of galente but pretty damn close um, let's go to take a look at the Mimitar. Uh, so the Mimitar have had a little bit of a rougher uh, month, actually. So the Mimitar Warzone, I've heard, has cooled down a lot more. The Mimitar have gone from being, like, top dog, like, they were at Tier 5 for a, a good amount of time and had Tier 4 for an insane amount of time. 
Um, they have been brought down. They are now um, tier one right now and are taking some pretty heavy hits. So they lost five, or they killed five thousand eight hundred and seventy-three people, um, and then they have inflicted four hundred and eighty-five point nine three billion isk. So four hundred eighty-five, four hundred eighty-six billion isk worth of damage. Um, the losses that they took were actually really close to the amount of kills that they had, which was four thousand three hundred and eighteen. Um, they had still a great efficiency rating at uh, only losing 164 billion isk. Um, so they had a 74% um, efficiency rating, but they've lost a lot of a lot of probably smaller, cheaper ships that uh, that run. Um, and definitely, you know, comparatively to the Galente, um, I believe that we just said. Had, but what was that? So the Galente had, yeah, so 9,436 kills compared to the Mimitar's 5,873, and they've only had, they did, they do have a lot more ISK that they're destroying this month, but they still only have 1,734 kills. Um, so a little bit rougher of a month for the uh, Mimitar. Our Mimitar brothers need help. I mean, they're fighting the slave traders, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I hope we can pull up the Amar numbers, because uh, <laughs> you know, these Mimitar, you can just see the, this slide that's been happening since March with them. Just the numbers keep kind of going down. little spike there in July. There we but... go. So we were able to get the, uh, Mim or the Amar numbers to pull up here. Um, I hope that's something they fix out with this thing, is how... No. Uh, the, like, Galente and um, Mimitar can fight as a unit and have it kind of work, you know, towards them. Like, maybe... That will be interesting to see if they have... That would be interesting if that, if that mechanic comes in there. I know it was hinted about, but um, I don't know if Aurora can actually do it. I don't know how that would work. But yeah. Well, we'll see. It would be see. interesting if we could. Yeah, we could team up and actually get credit and scores for it. So the Amar for the month of September, uh, sorry, for the month of August, looks like they had 6,441 kills. Um, that puts them at 669 billion isk worth of damage, which isn't that much more than what they've had normally for this month, uh, or for this year. Some of them, some of the times they've bopped up into 8,000. Um, the Mimitar as well are have been down for since like April, but prior to that they were pretty constantly hitting about 7,000, 6,000, and 8,000, 9,000. Um, but the Amar have just kind of stayed pretty steady at about 6,000 um, to 8,000 kills that they would get every month. Yeah, they've been pretty solid for the last two years from the from the numbers. They did have more loss, oh no, they had close to more losses, similar the Mar and Mimitar war zone is definitely less active, as you can see for sure. Um, but they they do they also do kill each other a lot more. It does seem like because like the Galente um, and the Amar had a lot less losses, right? So the Amar or the yeah, they're, they're about half from what it looks like. 
600 bill compared to a trillion. Hmm. So, like, the, I guess the Galente are the one that seem to lose a lot less ships than they kill. Uh, so they killed, like, you know, almost 10,000. They lost almost 6,000. But the Amar, you know, they lost about 12,000, 13,000, and they lost... Or killed about 12,000, 13,000, and they lost about 10,000. The Mimitar very close at like 5,800 to uh, to 4,300 losses, and the Amar also same thing. You know, like 664,000 or 6,400 versus 6,100. Uh, but their efficiencies are pretty good, whereas the Galent are all kind of the same. The Amar are the ones, or sorry, the Kaldari are the ones that have really good efficiency 80 percent efficiency compared to the standard like 75 percent efficiency for the galente 74 for the amar 72 for the sorry 72 for the amar 74 for the minotaur interesting so uh, last thing though that we wanted to talk about is go ahead and check out the new uh, Uprising is going to be our new major expansion. Uh, I'm not. Hey, hold on. My oh. oh, someone wants to play. They don't want yeah. to. They don't want to be in the Eve right now. Almost. Um, but yeah, definitely love the new trailer. The artwork in this trailer is fantastic. A big shout out to the graphics department for putting that together. And again, I hope the content is as good as the graphics. Yeah, they do have some cool cool graphics, and that's going to be coming. So the one thing that I wanted to just touch here is, so they just talk about, so the new ships will be uncovered through the arcs that are happening right now, which the Kaldari and Amar are kicking ass in their in their arcs, and we're getting rough. Uh, I mean, it's all about owning a solar system, so they're, they've been really pushing to win their arc over. Um, then comes, uh, so that's happening in September, though, is going to be arcs about new ships on the battlefield. Then they've got in October that um, there will be significant audio, visual, and UI elements are going to be enhanced. Um, there's the new the new UI that they're going to be bringing out. And um, so Eve is getting a pretty big makeover in um, October. And then the frontline system will be happening in November. And I'm all about graphics and UI updates and that kind of stuff too, but as long as there's the content to go with it, um, yeah, they got they the content's got to keep coming or they're not they're gonna keep losing players. Yeah, yeah, I think you know one of the big things was that twenty dollar price hike was really a very odd move if you yeah ask and me. I, I'm yeah and. Again, if it could be tied in, I don't mind paying twenty bucks for my first character, but I shouldn't have to pay for all my characters. And so they—they they are giving that second thing, but yeah, and I'm hoping um, the CCP guys um, have said that there should be an update to that where, um, yeah, your extra characters will be cheaper. Um, they're going to have the automatic renewal for your multiplayer character sheets, which good because I always forget to update my marketer. Who does my market and transport? Yep. Um, I always forget hers, and so um, yeah, I'm hoping they can do that to auto auto buy that. Um, but yeah, if like the more characters you had, the cheaper it'd be for you. I would uh, again. I I have five. I don't know if I'm gonna keep five. Um, 
but if it were advantageous to have more, I I would definitely use a sixth or seventh. I could use two more characters. <laughs> uh, you can always use two more. Right. If, again, a, a couple of PI planets can pay themselves off. So in the long run, especially with you know my industrialist, she uh, is still building stuff. So uh, I need some PI. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Always got to have construction blocks. Always in water. So. Alright, so I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things on up here. Thank you, Nightflyer, for hanging out with me, talking about your experiences in EVE. with some awesome stories. Um, really looking forward to this expansion that's coming out. As you can see uh, from the Faction Warfare update, plenty of people to go out there and murder. So, But thank you so much for being on the show, man. Uh, absolute pleasure. Anytime would love to come back if you ever need any anybody to babble incoherently for an hour i could be more than happy to do it hey man uh we we will have to talk we'll have to talk um but yeah so uh anybody else that's uh listening if you're interested in joining up with the war effort always put in an application into golden age stories alt spies welcome we don't give a fuck just come out and play with us let's go out and murder people um if you didn't catch the show live um we do it every Sunday at 2200 Eve time. That's about 5 p.m. Central time. Um, if you did miss the show live, you can always watch us or listen to us on our podcast, The Federation Frontline Report. Um, we do have a uh, video uh, podcast out there. You can get that on Spotify, iTunes. Um, we also post on YouTube. Um, we're live on Twitch on the Golden Age Stories channel, Golden Age Stories on YouTube. And Federation Frontline Report, um, if you look for us on Spotify, iTunes, or any of the podcast distributors out there. Eveco, thank you so much for the follow. Um, so we're going to go ahead and wrap things on up here, though. Um, also, if you have any news that you want us to talk about on the show, after action reports, um, stuff like that, Make sure to jump onto our Discord. Um, we'll put out a link out there for our Discord. You can also email me Frozen Fallout in game, um, or hit us up at the Federation Frontline Report at gmail.com. That's spotty times that we check that, but we're always on Discord. We're always I'm always going to be checking my email, so hit me on up. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Thank you, Nightflyer, for coming on, and have a great night. <laughs>